Luke Walton Talks Lakers is presented by Big Baller Brand. LeVar spoke Lonzo to the Lakers into existence, and now we're speaking this sponsorship into existence. Big Baller Brand, stay in your lane. Big Baller Brands is not affiliated with Luke Walton Talks Lakers, nor is Luke Theodore Walton, head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, to be conflated with Luke Francis Walton, co-host of the show and member of the band Fond. Talks Lakers. I'm Jonathan Gilly, and joining us, as always, from our studio in Los Angeles, it's Luke, Coach Walton. What up, Coach? What's good, John? Your uh, seat feeling a little hot there, buddy? Uh, I'm relaxed. There is no chance that Luke Walton is getting fired. Dude, the odds makers, they have him, uh, he and Tom Thibodeau, number one. Okay, there's a chance. <laughs> no, I'm with you. You're, you're, <laughs> your, hot should be, your, uh, your, sheet, your seat should be nice and cool. Cool haunches. Yeah. I want to thank all of our followers. Please subscribe to our pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, the new Google Podcast app, or wherever you get your pods. And if you're enjoying the pod, please uh, throw us a five star on iTunes or, you know, wherever you get your pods. And follow us on social media at www.lukewaltontalkslakers.com. Thanks, Luke. So we're going to jump in with a, our, our favorite first game, a quick round of in or out. So, uh, Luke, in or out. KCP should be cut from the team. <laughs> in. In. Get that trash out of here. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm out on cut from the team. Um, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. But, 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 but I do think he should all be the way. cut from all playing time. He should be given the Luel Deng treatment. <laughs> and then shipped off as soon as we can trade him. <laughs> um, all right. In or out. Jonathan Williams should earn a roster spot. Uh, get, I want to give him a 10-day after his yeah. two-way uh, yeah. is up because I, I think that he's filling a really cool role in just obviously just one game, but I'd like to see what he can do. And he's young. He's a young guy. I mean, what, what happens when this dude fills out? I mean, he's got hustle. I like the way he runs the rim. Obviously, LeBron loves his play. He's always on the bench cheering him on since, like, preseason. So did, I'm into Did you see LeBron's little, like, pick and roll pocket pass to him in overtime yes i saw that and went whoa mm-hmm. like braun trust trust this guy i know i know mind-blowing a two-way yeah. player yeah um i'm in on him earning a roster spot just not today yeah i think With he that. i think if he continues this level of play for a little bit longer then absolutely he should but dude cheers to you you called this one mm-hmm. this is all you I got to get one. I was too specific in our prediction pod, so at least I got one. <laughs> yeah, you, you were on him from day one. Um, all right, next in or out. Uh, Brandon Ingram needs more opportunities on ball. Um, yes, I think that he does. I think we need to see more sets uh, with B.I. As, at point. Um, just looking at per 36 numbers uh, so far this season, he's ninth uh, when it comes to... Actually, no, let me reorganize this. He's number sixth when it comes to points uh, on the team. And so right now, you know, he's, he's lagging behind Jonathan Williams, 20 points <laughs> for 36. Uh, but, you know, guys, guys like, like Kyle Kuzma and Josh Hart are eclipsing him on the offensive end. And 
you know, I think that he should be at least putting up competitive numbers. And so far, I think that his offense has been lagging a little bit this year. And I think just getting him some touches on, uh, you know, kind of a pick and roll uh, where he's the primary ball handler, those kind of sets, I think would give him some confidence. It would translate to more off-ball cutting and yeah. offense driving I'm, the rim. I'm in on this as well. How about this? Should he come off the bench to achieve that? So I've been seeing a lot of that on Twitter. I put out um, my my lineup that we talked about on the uh, prediction pod where I was saying just the, the giant lineup. The, yeah. uh, Zoe, Ingram, Who's Braun, McGee. Basically point guard, three, three wings, and center. And people were saying, no, we need Hart in there. Um, I was picturing Hart as like the sixth man in that situation, and they were saying Ingram should be the sixth man. I think that we lose too much defense. I I, I think that that's foolish. Yeah, I'm I'm out on I'm out on this. I'm very out on that. Um, all right. How about this in or out? Uh, Mo Vogs will get significant minutes upon his return. I think he could. I really think he could. Just the way that everybody's playing. It depends on Jonathan Williams, though. I'm I'm still out on this. Mm-hmm. It's and it's because of his defense. Mm-hmm. We okay. suck on defense. Like we, we have we have yeah. no issue scoring right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it like kind of it looks weird when we score, and it is a little bit nail biting every time. <laughs> but our issue is not is not scoring; it's it's on defense, and I don't mm-hmm. think that he upgrades mm-hmm. us on defense yet. Um, all right, last one: Rondo spit on Chris Paul. I'm gonna believe my man who was adjusting his mouth guard. There was no spit. The video is incriminating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The video is extremely incriminating. Um, I guess since this is a Lakers podcast, I'm going to be a homer and say that I'm out. He didn't spit on no Chris spit. Paul. No there spit. There was no spit. It was, it was digitally enhanced spit. <laughs> Can't trust Reddit. Yeah, the Rockets altered the footage. Um, just real quick, I just want to say sorry about the Dodgers. Mm. Okay, Dave Roberts. <laughs> okay, even for people that don't watch baseball, you have a pitcher and Baez who is pitching lights out. You got two guys on base, and he just struck two guys out. Came in, saved the day. Why then do you just pull him for the third out and put in Alex Wood, who has been historically very poor in the postseason? I don't know. I mean, they overman it. Homer. Yeah, the only game of the NLCS and NLCS that I watched was uh, mm-hmm. was the was Game Seven, mm-hmm. and that game was way overmanaged. Oh, that's what Roberts does. So He's... yeah, again, I don't really watch a whole lot of Dodgers baseball, but it's pretty clear that that's his thing. They really, really buy into analytics to a fault, I think. Mm. And I mean, that game was definitely within reach. And I mean, when when you got a four run lead. The pitchers are going to pitch you completely differently than a one-run lead. So, yeah, whatever. All right, Charles Barkley, uh, pissed, <laughs> shitting on analytics. Charles Barkley over here. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into it. Let's talk about the fight. Let's talk about Spitgate. Luke, can you kind of recap for us what <laughs> happened? All right, I'll paint the picture. <laughs> so, so uh, establishing Hart- shot. <laughs> Harden was being an asshole all game, doing what he does. We were talking about how it's frustrating watching Harden play, not just because we're not 
a fan of the Rockets, but just as basketball fans, because it's just like you're ruining the game. I'm watching you as you're just spitting on the thing that I love. <laughs> by by like he creates so much content, uh, content, contact, uh, yeah. contact, and th- there are so many situations where he's being well guarded and he's able to get an and one, oftentimes, oftentimes at the perimeter, and that. That's, that's what that's, me. that's what's frustrating about it is is I loved Kobe Bryant for seeking out contact mm-hmm. like that was and, and LeBron does it too like like some of the greatest basketball players ever part of the reason why they are great is because they do not shy away from contact in fact they seek it out and it's what helps them get to the line at an elite level so I have no problem with a player seeking contact what is so frustrating about it is like you said he does it at the perimeter mm-hmm and and it's it's not just the 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 Kobe pump and launch, mm-hmm. right? Like again, we're, we Kobe was responsible for for the popularization of that <laughs> in our lifetime, but he he has these like rip throughs, where like we saw one against Kuzma, where, where again it was Kuzma's fault. He had his arm forward, mm-hmm. and James like has no intention of even shooting the basketball. Mm-hmm. But he just knows these little freaking things he can do. Like, he, he, he has figured out the corners of this game so perfectly. Yes. And, yeah, there's nothing illegal or against the rules about what he's doing. It just sucks to watch. hmm Sorry. Continue. No, and I'm sure it sucks to play against. <laughs> and so we saw, we saw that with uh, – I, actually, we have to, I think we have to go a few plays back. Josh Hart was clotheslined. Who, who clotheslined yes. him? Was it Capella? I don't really remember. Uh, no, it was – uh, it was not one of their like main players. Okay, sorry to put you on the spot. Like, no, I no, no, it's okay. It was it was like Mo Harkless or something like okay. that. I think okay. I think Wait, he might right. play for the Blazers. <laughs> no, it was uh, P- it was PJ Tucker. It was PJ Tucker. Tucker. PJ yeah, Tucker. Yeah. It was PJ so Tucker. Tucker close lines Josh Hart. Uh, the ruling is just a standard foul. They go back and check the monitors, give him a flagrant one. Yeah. So everybody's already like, all right, so you're gonna let us be chippy. Fine. You're not going to throw him out the game. He full on clotheslined him. Yeah. uh, Ripped him across. Grabbed him around the neck. So, as he's going up, I mean, that's like such a situation where you could easily sprain an ankle, break a knee, whatever. So, that already the officiants have set up the stage for something like this to happen. Uh, So, Josh. uh, So, Josh. (laughs) um, So, Harden is driving the lane against Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram isn't in terribly good positioning. Uh, Har- uh, Harden gets the foul call, of course. He totally Ingram. initiates the contact. Yeah, of he course. puts his shoulder he, straight into Ingram, but Ingram's in does. bad positioning, that's, so unfortunately it. it's a foul on Ingram. That's it. It was. It's just his ability, James Harden's ability, to recognize the situation. Of, oh, the refs are going to call this. Yes, yes. That's, it. that's the best part of his game. And that's what's, I think that's what's the most frustrating is that when you're talking about Kobe, when you're talking about LeBron, like that's not the best part of their game. Well, the and, best part of their game is basketball. They're actually getting fouled. Yes, yes, yeah, they're exactly. They're getting wrapped up. They're 12 guys, 12 hands are like coming out of nowhere. And- yeah, the thing is that he's, he's like, he's first trying to get the call. And then if he can also shoot the ball or score, he will. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think the other people that we're talking about their first, their first priority was always to make the layup or the dunk or the shot, and if they could get the foul, also great. 
Now that doesn't stand for the Kobe pump and launch. That's mm. that is squarely in the James Harden camp. I'm not trying to <laughs> say that otherwise. But but when driving, it's always about scoring first. Then hey, if I can get a foul too, great. Mm-hmm. So uh all of that's been simmering. Brandon Ingram pushes Harden. Hard. Uh, hard. It's funny. Really hard. <laughs> I've never seen Ingram that angry about anything. That emotional about anything. <laughs> you can just feel the bitch. <laughs> yes, yes. It's palpable. Uh, <laughs> Harden goes flying, looks at his buddies, the refs, to bail him out. Uh, refs come up, and Ingram starts sizing him up. He like, ch- yeah, he like puffs up his chest and gets in the ref, gets in the ref's face. So he's like looking down on the ref, like, "What you gonna do? <laughs> I got these sl- big slinky arms. What are you gonna do about it?" And then, of all people, Lance Stevenson comes in and is the guy to calm everybody down. Yes, the look on Lance's face when he sees Ingram, like confronting the ref, <laughs> yeah. was hilarious because. You know, he's not the most... Like, he got thrown out in preseason. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I mean, he also, like, antagonized someone into getting a technical earlier in the game. So he's <laughs> he's not, like, the, the most stable dude on the team. So for him to be like, oh, no, and run in and just, like, bear hug Ingram was too funny. So Lance uh, contains Ingram, pulls him out of the fray, and then the camera suddenly spins over, and now Rondo and CP3 are in each other's faces, uh, which they have history. Um, yes. They obviously have hated each other for a long, long time, um, apparently because uh, Rondo <laughs> correctly predicted that Chris Paul would go ringless. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say Rondo is currently in the win column on that prediction. <laughs> That bet's looking pretty good for him. <laughs> and uh, and so then rumor has it, <laughs> and, and <laughs> video evidence kind of looks like it, um, Rondo appears to spit on Chris Paul's face. Uh, Chris Paul, with a very odd hey, let's, reaction. Let's, your, yeah, your, your, yeah. Your, your deal is specific. No, 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 let's be specific. Okay. He spits in like his like kind of... Mouth to the area. It's not like his eyes or anything. Yeah. The trajectory is down. Uh-huh. And Rondo is just taller than Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. if he were if if it were a man of his stature, mm-hmm. it would have hit him in the chest. There you go. Yeah. He was not not nearly the offense. <laughs> it's not like this is a loogie or something. This no, is a this No, the is a... level of severity decreases the lower the spit hits you. I also think the mucus content yes. of the spit. This is a low mucus spit. Yes, low mucus below the nose spit. <laughs> Hence the three games. Yeah. <laughs> Higher, more mucus. Uh, we're talking seven yeah. to ten. Yeah. If he had like oh four games. If he had right. like if he had like leaned back and like loaded up before launching it. Yeah. That. Yeah. That, that. That's or another if he'd variable. Hit Chris Paul in the eye. Yep. All of the above, out for the season. Anyways, sorry. (laughs) I keep interrupting. (laughs) Um, Chris Paul then, as I I guess some people would, uh, gets spit in the face. And then 
extends his pointer finger and tries to poke him in the eye. I... <laughs> Pokes Rondo in the eye. Um, I posted a meme that was like, Rondo has great court vision. CP3, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> so then uh, Rondo drops the left hook on him, connects. Like, I normally don't see these players connect with their punches. No, it was, it was straight to the jaw. It was a solid, like, I, I was worried that was going to drop him when it happened. I thought, I thought CP3 could just go down. That would be way worse. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, it would. <laughs> that would have been bad. Uh, Chris Paul gets in a punch, but there's not really any hip to it. It's like just a purely arm punch. Yeah. yeah. And then Rondo gets in another Rondo gets two in. He gets yeah, like he gets two he gets in. like one two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they hurt. They look like they hurt. Yeah. Um, and then Brandon Ingram breaks free from Lance and sprints. then sp- sprints over there and it, it activates his extendo arms, <laughs> <laughs> punches like over two guys. Yeah, Falcon punch. <laughs> it was. It seemed like such an indiscriminate punch too. It was like anyone wearing red. <laughs> yes. When you see PJ Tucker, be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where'd the hand come from? <laughs> there are some crazy looking stills, too. Just with the momentum, it's kind of got the blur, so his arm looks like it's like legitimately <laughs> seven feet. Oh, unreal. Um, so, and then... Uh, LeBron pulls Chris Paul out of the fray. Picks him up like a little baby. And goes for like a little soothing walk with him. Puts his arm around. It looks like he's talking to his son. I didn't like that. His son is probably taller than Chris Paul. I didn't like that. I think it's one thing to pull him away. I think it's one thing to calm him down. But to walk around like, this is my guy. You know, I don't know. I didn't. It it wasn't good optics. I get it. I get it. I mean... The banana boat bond runs strong. Oh, man. I didn't even talk about Mello. Mello like, really <laughs> wanted to take this to round two. Well, he, like, kind of chased Ingram back down the court. Oh, he was he was looking for that, that tunnel in Staples Center to find he, his way he, to the other locker room. Exactly. Exactly. He was ready. And uh, I was really glad that Mello didn't get thrown out because he was the only reason we were in that game. Yeah, I saw a, a really funny tweet that was like, you know LeBron's a great friend because he refuses to take Carmelo off the dribble. Ha! <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's really good. But okay, the, the LeBron and Chris Paul thing. I, yeah. Listen, <laughs> I think that LeBron has, has, has with, with maybe that exception, Mm-hmm. has been a very good teammate so far. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it is unfair for him to, in that moment, I don't want to say side with Chris Paul, but like kind of put his attention towards Chris Paul mm-hmm. instead of the guys that he's played like seven and a half professional quarters of basketball with. Sure. Right. It's not like mm-hmm. he's really been riding with these guys for a long time and he's tight with them. Like, he and Chris are best best friends. And I think in that moment, I think he mm-hmm. thinks to himself, I have the ability to use my like relationship with Chris to de-escalate this situation. Mm-hmm. That is the best use of my influence in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. 
you know, and I'm sure he's telling Chris, like, Chris, stop, 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 stop. Like, you don't want to get a big suspension. You don't want to get a big fine. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I think it's also him kind of looking out for his, mm-hmm. for his friend there. I get that. Plus, I mean, Chris Paul's a shitty teammate, so he knows no one on the Rockets is going to do that. That's a good point. That's a good point, too. (laughs) The Rockets have always been plagued with that. They really Um, have. So can we we move on to the the results in the statement, or is there anything else you want to say about the the situation? Mm. About, like, what went down? Uh, I thought that it was funny that Luke Walton the entire time was drawing up a play, missed the whole thing. Oh, oh, yes. The other thing was, sorry, I meant to say this. Yeah. The fan reactions were some of the best parts. Mm, mm-hmm. Travis Scott, like, had to be held back from yes. getting into the fight. The yes. lead, the, the front man for the Red Hot Chili Peppers got thrown out of Staples Center. <laughs> <laughs> Nipsey Hussle got up. Yeah. Pulled, started pulling up his pants. It's <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm surprised Floyd Mayweather didn't jump in. He was he courtside. Was- he was laughing yeah. his ass off. Yeah. He was loving it. But the reason why is that he uh, all he does is run away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, all he's also a really bad person in general. So man, he bought so many lottery tickets. What an <laughs> asshole! <laughs> what a demoralizing twenty eighteen thing. <laughs> Like to end the year, it's like, well, Floyd Money won the $1.6 billion. <laughs> Race your new overlord, you peons. I could see him buying a billion dollars worth of tickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I want to go through the statements made by some various people and entities. First, the official league statement uh, doling out the suspensions. Also, kind of sucks that Kiki Vanderway was in attendance at this game. The guy who's responsible for handing out the suspensions. That's a little rough. Um, So, uh, here's the statement. Ingram has been suspended for aggressively returning to and escalating the altercation and throwing a punch in the direction of Paul. I like that they didn't say punching Paul. Um, confronting a game official in a hostile manner and instigating the overall incident by shoving Rockets guard James Harden. Rondo has been suspended for instigating a physical altercation with and spitting and throwing multiple punches at Paul. Paul has been suspended for poking at and making contact with the face of Rondo and throwing multiple punches at him. There's your league statement. What do you think about that? Throwing multiple punches at. It's great. I mean, I, I, that's a pretty accurate summary of what happened. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, how, I, do you, I, how do you I feel think about funny, the suspension? I think it's funny that they uh, put in the spit. <laughs> it's on the record. It's on the record. This is the reason why. It's yeah. the reason why Rondo got more games than uh, Chris Paul. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you... Uh, if you if you use like their rings as like a weighting system, right? So like mm. Rondo minus one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> right. We give Chris Paul one for the ring he doesn't have. <laughs> then maybe it's an even fight. <laughs> um. Any any thoughts on the suspensions in just in general? I thought there were gonna be more. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. with Ingram. I, I really I really thought it was gonna be multiple weeks. Yeah. But 
I'm I cool did. with it. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, I think like you said, my like the way that that the that the statements have trickled out mm-hmm. in the days following this is great. Because uh-huh. Ingram's was the first to come out. Ingram's mm-hmm. statement was I thought it would be more than four. <laughs> and I was like, that's hilarious. Oh, Ingram. He's like, I, I thought I deserved a month or, you know, what, yeah. he didn't say that. But I was like, oh, that's really funny. That's like a funny ending to this. Nope. No. This is the Lakers. Then Rondo has his opportunity to state his position. Meme here- team does not disappoint. <laughs> no. Three games in, not disappointing. Here's what Rondo says. This is long. This is from an ESPN article. So there's a little bit of like, you know, told Rondo to ESPN. Um, This is the only time I'm going to address this. Rondo told ESPN on Tuesday. I had a mouthpiece in my mouth and I was exasperated because I was about to tell him to get the expletive out of here. Look at my body language in the video. My hands on my hips. I turn away for a second. Look at Eric Gordon and Mello in the video. If they saw me spit, they would have turned their face up or something. They had no reaction. Of course, the NBA went with his side because I got three games and he got two, Rondo told ESPN. Here's the juicy part. Everyone wants to believe Chris Paul is a good guy. They don't know he's a horrible teammate. (laughs) They don't know how he treats people. Look at what he did last year when he was in L.A. trying to get to the Clippers locker room. They don't want to believe he's capable of taunting and igniting an incident. He comes out and says, I spit, and the media sides with that. Y'all are playing me with these tricks or these mind games, tampering with the evidence, Rondo told ESPN (laughs) on Tuesday. Ain't no way that I intentionally spit on you with my body language the way it was. One, if I spit on you, bottom line, there is not going to be no finger pointing. If you felt that I just spit on you, then all bets are off. Two, Look at my body language. If I spit on you on purpose, I'm going to be ready for a man to swing on me. You ain't going to have my hands on my hip and my head looking away at someone if I spit on them. After the expletive goes down within 30 seconds, you run and tell the sideline reporters that I spit on you. If I spit on you, you're trying to get me. You're not trying to make up a story so you can look like a good guy. It makes no sense to me. I was going to let it rest. I wasn't going to say much, but now I have kids and I have and and I teach my kids to speak up for themselves and don't let the world tell their, their tell their story. After the incident, Rondo said he was provoked into throwing a punch after Paul poked a finger into his face and left a scratch under his right eye, league sources says. Quote, it's bigger than basketball now. For you all, for the league, that side over there trying to spin this like this whole spit gate. Rondo told ESPN on Tuesday, trying to blame me without being accountable for anything he did to provoke the situation. Rajon Rondo, everybody. Uh, I can't believe I'm a Rondo fan. I know. 2018 is weird. I like that he said that they doctored the footage. Me too. That's, I, I think, love my that. favorite part about that. Um, so... Uh, Luke, what did your namesake say about this when he was asked about it? (laughs) When asked Sunday if Rondo spit on Paul, Lakers head coach Luke Walton said, no. There's our boy. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's got a side with his teammate, with with his players. Yeah, of course. 
He also didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't look at a video. <laughs> I was busy drawing up an inbounds play. Um, later, after Rondo's statement, Big Baby put out a statement saying, I played with both of them. CP3 is a very bad teammate. <laughs> so good. And then what did Daryl Morey do last night? so petty this is last night so this has been several days the games have been played he, rockets gm daryl morey he tweets out no no caption just an image of a black pot and a black kettle referring of course to the adage the pot calling the kettle black yeah so i this is weird on many levels because i think to some degree, he's admitting that Chris Paul is a bad teammate. Yes, he 100% is. That's my favorite thing about this, is that both Kettle and Pot are the same color. <laughs> it's, the sp- like, it's the Spider-Man meme. It's the two <laughs> yeah. Spider-Mans pointing at each other. They both suck. Rondo is a bastard, and Chris Paul apparently is a bad teammate. And, and the, the difference is, I don't think Rondo... Hairs that you think he's a bastard. He's just no. like, yep, I want to win games. Part of his charm. <laughs> and Chris Paul is the State Farm guy. Yeah. Yeah, th- this, was the, this was my favorite part, is that this, to me, is Daryl Morley just totally selling out Chris Paul. Yeah. And, and being like, yeah, Rondo's not wrong. Rondo, you suck too, but you're not wrong. So. I think Daryl Morey, like, really ended the conversation. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, I'm very excited for these teams to play again. Playoffs. Uh, so that's what I was going to say. Like, I think we're off to a little bit of a slower start than we, than we all would have hoped. Um, it would be crazy if we ended up, like, if they ended up being a 1, 2, or 3 seed and we ended up being the corresponding 6, 7, or 8. That would be... Yep. But, I mean, do you remember how chippy those series were when, when they had Battier and Scola and Artest? Yes. yes. Like, that those, was, were, those were tough series. I mean, that was the end of uh, um, Yao Ming's career. Yeah, well, and, even, and then even post, post Yao Ming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they never beat us in any of those series, as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. At least well, that, the, la- that, the, la- the, the later ones. The, one, the last one that we played with... Uh, uh, Ron Artest against us was on the Rockets. Uh, Yao Ming started that series and didn't finish. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, because by so, the end it was all Scola, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was yeah. Big so I mean, us. there's not not that like anyone in the in either team is still present in that team anymore, but like mm-hmm. there's there's some history here. It's a proper rivalry. I think more so than like Lakers Warriors. Oh, there's no rivalry there because like we've never at least in like recent history, been good at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think you have to reach back to like the 70s or something crazy like that. Yeah. And even then, the Lakers were so dominant that it wasn't really a... <laughs> Just speaking truth, man. It's true. Like, there's never been a Kings rivalry. They're, they don't like us, but we've never been threatened by them. <laughs> there have just been eras of uh, Shaq exerting his absolute <laughs> dominance over the entire franchise. Yes. Um. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on the fight? No, I think that pretty much sums it up. All right. 
Um, on I mean, to the hey, next fight. Yeah, win or lose, the meme team is going to continue to generate content for us and our podcast, so that's great. It's, it's been fun to watch. All of these games have at least been close. Yeah, they've been like heartbreaking at the end, but they've been enjoyable mm-hmm. for like yeah. 46 minutes of them. I mean, let's just put it this way. If, if, any, if any game came down to LeBron having to hit two free throws to ice it, I would take that game. Yeah, I, yes. I think nine yes. times out of ten. Yes. win that game yes a- any of these people who are saying like kobe wouldn't have missed those free throws kobe mm-hmm. missed plenty of clutch shots in his life mm-hmm. right you, to you, be fair you, though late era kobe was deadly from free throw line y- yes like, like yes. the last the last few years before, before the achilles injury so well, i think that's what people are thinking because even like, immediately it, after the achilles yeah injury. that's true that's true <laughs> and but that, I'm just that, saying, i think Le- that's part of it is like kobe hit these without the achilles you know yeah I mean, let's let's be fair. Like LeBron was yeah. eight of eleven. He missed yeah. before that. Before those two free throws, he'd only missed one the whole game, mm-hmm. and no, he was the I, only guy getting to the line. So, like, it's, it's also it's the regular season. Like, yeah, sure, it's it's important for us to win games. But. He he's not trying very hard right now. I, I'm Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm, I'm not trying to knock him, but there was a series in like late in the first quarter mm-hmm. where he decided to care, mm-hmm. and he like. Stole the ball, had an amazing assist, had a dunk, stole the ball. Like, he literally took over the game for, like, mm-hmm. three possessions. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, oh, this is what happens when he actually decides to, like, really care. I'm not he's, trying to say that he's not playing hard. He's, he's, he's not. He's definitely playing. I mean, he's not. Well, I think he is, but he's not playing as hard as he could be. Like, he knows, he knows the level that he has to play to in the regular season mm-hmm. to still be a good player. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he clearly has another level that he's not going to. Yes, absolutely. He's I I I'd say he's sixty sixty five percent of his ability out there, and like that's okay if you're hitting outside shots. He's not hitting outside shots, so like yeah. Well, it's he, also he's, okay he's if your teammates are holding up their end of the deal. Mm-hmm. Some of his teammates and some of his uh, friends, repped by Clutch Sports, are not holding up. Unbelievable. Their end of the deal. Uh, Mr. KCP, but let's let's talk a little bit about these foul calls. Yeah, Luke, Luke had some things to say about it after the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you you tweeted out uh, like a a little infographic chart yesterday that I want mm-hmm. you to 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 share with the fans. Sure. So this is breaking down just obviously limited sample size, but I think it speaks volumes. Uh, talking about just drives. So I'm not I'm not talking about putbacks. I'm not talking about outside shots or anything like this. this is just purely driving to the basket. Um, so it's it's in order from most drives to least. LeBron James obviously he has 23 drives. So top, um, he has made five of them. He's attempted 13 of them. Just that's a weird number for me too. Right? Yeah, very <laughs> bizarre. He, his 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 percentages are are lower than they should be right now. I think that that'll obviously go more towards the mean as the season goes on. Yes. Um, but so he has had, he has attempted four free throws off of those 23 drives. That's insane. Get ready James, for Harden, James Harden would be like 21 free throws on 23 drives. Get ready for more insane though. And, and actually, you know what? Like, yeah. remember that this is, this is free throws attempted. So per foul, you get two. Yes, exactly. So this means to say that he's been fouled twice on mm-hmm. 23 drives. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's crazy. There's no way 
that LeBron has missed 18, like has missed the layup on 18 drives and was only fouled on two of those. Yeah. No way. No way. Uh, going down the line, though, this is where it starts to get really, yeah. really weird. So Rajan, 13 drives, no free throws. Josh Hart, eight drives, no free throws. Lance Stevenson, six drives, no free throws. Kuz, five, none. Ball, five, none. Ingram, four, none. KCP, two, none. JaVale, talking straight up drive, one, none. None of them yeah. outside of LeBron have shot. It, it's cr- I literally can't. I, I like didn't believe it when you sent it to me. It, it's unfathomable. I, I, I can't explain it. What? So, can I give some more context around this too with yeah, some other please, stats please. I found? So it's, it's so disgusting. I feel like our listeners are yeah. So right now, as much as us. the Lakers are attempting twenty four point three free throws per game, which is seventeenth mm-hmm. in the league. So I mean, not like all in all, we're like pretty mm-hmm. middle of the pack in terms of the number we're attempting. Mm-hmm. But our opponents are attempting thirty two point three a game, which is second most in the whole league. Now I know that our defense is not good. But there is no way that there should be an, an eight-point difference mm-hmm. between our, our number and our opponent's number. Especially since we're going inside so often. That's the thing. Like, I'm watching these games. There's no way. Like, if you were to watch the game and not see when fouls were called, like, let's say you could make an edit of the game where they didn't show you if a foul was called or not. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that a, a, an independent viewer would, in all of those games, say the Lakers should lead in foul shots attempted. Yes. Not the case. Also, here's another stat just to like kind of add what you're saying. Um, we lead the league with 74 made layups. Mm-hmm. And, and that's including a lot of teams who've played four games and we've only played three. And we're wow. eighth in dunks. Wow. So we're first in layups, eighth in dunks. Again, like for us to be first in, in the layup category and 17th, in free throws attempted, like there's just too much of a disparity between these numbers. And I mm-hmm. think that the, 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 the stats that you shared are the evidence. Mm-hmm. It's got to change. I, I, I mean, Luke's probably going to get fined for what he said, because he basically brought all of this to the foreground and um, he was, he was poking the desk very, yeah. very loudly um in front of him in his post game but yeah he was breaking down and he was specifically saying like why aren't you calling fouls when josh hart is getting destroyed every time yes. he's going inside yes. and he is yes people are really trying yes. to, and he's a strong guy he's ending up on the ground like 40 percent of the time no calls Nothing. none and then on the opposite end he gets everything called on him on defense yeah nuts yeah so do you, I mean, what do you think? Do you think we'll see a change in the next game? Like, do you think that? Yes. I think we usually do. I think like for as much as the league doesn't like it when coaches call out officials, mm-hmm. my, my opinion is that it usually actually works. Mm-hmm. There's a is reason it, why Phil Jackson did it. Yeah. Is that you typically see the refs take notice and actually correct their behavior? Cause I mean, they're people. They're yeah. People, they, they, they hear the criticism, and even if they pretend like they, it doesn't phase them, everyone hears criticism. Yeah, it of course. It affects them to some, de- some degree. Except and us. We don't hear any criticism about this podcast. No, because we don't. it's literally an echo chamber. Yes. <laughs> I can hear no one but you. Five, star, five stars only. <laughs> Rate our own pod. 
but yeah, I, I hope I hope that it changes because it, it's really it's really painful to, to watch, and it, it's weird because the pace of the game is so asymmetrical, and I don't know. Well, we the, yeah, the, I think that the the frustrating thing is like we've been playing such bad defense mm-hmm. that it's it's frustrating that we could have won these games in spite of our bad defense had maybe some of the foul calling been a little yes. more in balance. Yes, especially since all of these games have been close. Yeah. Uh, like into the fourth quarter, it's been a matter of three or four points. Yeah. Um, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is terrifying to our squad. He Zoo came in. That was probably something we should have talked about in or out. Should we cut Zoo? Yeah, I actually almost <laughs> typed it out, and then I was like, eh, I'll wait. He he got five fouls in five minutes. Yeah. So I I texted I texted friend of the pod Corey Botma when Zoo came in, mm-hmm. and his very first possession he actually got a block on DeRozan, mm-hmm. and then he ran the court. And I texted Corey and I was like, "Whoa, might be nice having Zoo down low." I immediately regretted sending that. <laughs> immediately regretted sending that text. I was just like, "Damn it, <laughs> he is who we thought he was." It was painful. Yeah, that's the ex- that is the exact situation we need him in. Is it's it, they're not yeah. particularly the fastest team. We're going up against a guy that's killing us inside that we cannot switch on. We need a big body against him, yep. and he just dominates him, yeah. pushes him inside, and gets a foul and one every well, they, single they, play. Yeah, they kept they kept like showing the highlights where they would freeze it as Zoo was just like. <laughs> flailing because LaMarcus had better position on him and just kind of shoved him out of the way. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, I think we need to go with your plan. Just uh, wrap him in bubble wrap, keep him healthy, and then trade him to the Kings. Yeah. yeah. Just get him off the roster. Yeah. Um, how about any other just like takeaways from this game or, or other games so far this season? Uh, I'm excited to see Zoe start more often. Uh, I thought that that was a nice uh, change of pace instead of Rondo. Let me let me Rondo give you a quick in or out on that that I was yeah. I was meaning to include. Yeah. Um. D- in or out. Lonzo will remain the starting point guard after Rondo's suspension is completed. In. Yeah. I I think if he keeps playing the way he played against the Spurs, he's won the job. Mm-hmm. I think it makes more sense having Zoe and Hart together, and then. KCP and Rondo together. Yes. I think that that makes more sense. Um, so I, I hope that they get that in their head and execute that. I'm, I'm kind of thinking that the only reason why KCP is still in the starting lineup is to try to either get him more confidence or because Rondo's not in the second unit to distribute the ball to him. I, I can't. That that one baffles me. Yeah. That's, that, that really hurts us, too. Like, when you're looking at a guy that just gives you no production. He had another four-point game in 19 minutes. Like it's and just, some, some huge defensive breakdowns on his And part. some huge misses, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. But, I mean, you notice, like, he did not play, like, any or most of the fourth quarter in overtime. Mm-hmm. So, For I think reason. Luke sees it. I mean, that's, yeah. that's kind no, of my takeaway from... Not? Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's kind of my takeaway from this game was as frustrating as, as the end of it was. Mm-hmm. Um, we found a lineup after we took Zubats out mm-hmm. that really worked. Yes. And 
as bad as Svee played, I was actually happy to get him the minutes. Me too. I don't think it's fair to, to hold the first game against these guys. Like, I, I do think oh, there's a, a warming no. up period. So, like, oh. I, I won't hold it against him. He had a sick pass at one yeah. point, though. Yeah, so his did. his mind is playing at the right pace. He just needs uh-huh. to, his feet just kind of need to catch up. Yep, and he's um, a pretty good defender. Like yeah, he 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 was not any worse than anyone else out there on the court for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. So we hit on a lineup though, and to me, I think that we need to see more Jonathan Williams. I think he needs yeah. to get some heavy minutes for Luke to find out if he's legit or not, if he's for real. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we should ever utter the words Kyle Kuzma and center in the same sentence ever no. again. No. This to me was the clearest evidence that we should yes. not. And imagine if you have Kuzma playing like this mm-hmm. and LeBron mm-hmm. and balls hitting his shot. Yes. And then you add Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's my starting lineup, man. Now Ingram's production goes up because like yes. they can't double him. They can't close out on him. He's able to drive in open lanes. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. you can run a different style of offense with that too. Like you can really like people have have said LeBron is more comfortable with guys surrounding the perimeter and him him cutting. I think you can run that way in a very not in just like a Kyle Korver like camp and wait for the yeah. ball kind of way, but like a very dynamic. Like you basically just have four wing players, uh, or no, three wing players, LeBron and a center. You have two guys working the post in LeBron and McGee. So I just want to say about what you were saying with, with kind of ways you could run with that big lineup. We've, we've seen them run like 1-4 high on offense, which, which does not require a big man down low. So that would totally work with one of these Definitely. lineups. Definitely. Uh, and the, one of the things that I'd like to see, so, though, uh, that I'm not seeing in the 1-4 high are corner threes. And, I mean, that, that's something that I think we can really exploit. And Kuzma was giving us that in this last game. Especially if we don't yeah. have KCP. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have guys that can actually hit that shot. And I think Ingram can hit that shot, too. So, um, that, that's my, that's my yeah. only thing about, like, rotating around so that we're not all just kind of at the, the free throw line area uh, to create a little bit of that spacing. Yeah, that's fair. Well, they could, yeah. I mean, that's where they could, like, I've been watching Lakers film room. That's oh, where yeah. they could run, like, horns or something to get those guys in the corners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. That would work. That would work. Um. Our defense is real bad. We like yes. If we just would have had like one good quarter of defense, we could have won those games. Mm-hmm. But I, I hope that that's just a team chemistry thing that they need to learn to trust each other and be where they need to be. You have a stat about Lonzo here that I want you to share with the folks. It's totally nuts. It's totally nuts. Let me find it. Where is it? Okay. This is one of those like small sample size stats, yeah. but I don't even care. Totally. Um. Wait, it's hot. this can't be right. Can't you wrote be right. it. It can't be right. No, I'm looking you... at it now. There's, there's no way that he has. Is that total in his in his career? Do you think? Yeah, probably. It certainly can't be in this season. <laughs> Why would you skip this? I'll look. No, at... read it. Read it. Read it. You're stuck but now. It doesn't make any sense. You put it in the agenda. You will read it. <laughs> be like Ron okay. Burgundy. Be like Ron yeah, Burgundy okay. with uh, with the teleprompter. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say this is straight phases, though. I completely believe it. There's got to be an extra number in here. It is that is the total. That is the total of his career. Okay. 
Lonzo Ball has 387. <laughs> Lonzo Ball has 387 assists total so far and only his second NBA season. He's on pace to beat John Stockton's NBA record and only needs 15,419 assists to tie. Where did you find this? <laughs> I think it was I think it was like Twitter like at Lonzo Ball facts. But here's the thing. On pace over what period of time? I know I read it again. I'm like, this is worse. <laughs> uh, All right. So well, embarrassing. With, with that, I just want to run us through the upcoming games, kind of the rest of the games we have for the month. Cool. Uh, and then we'll be out. So tonight we're at the Suns. First win. Uh, yeah, I really hope so. Then we've got a tough one. We've got a back-to-back. Thursday night, uh, the Nuggets are coming to play us in L.A. I think that's going to be a real tough matchup. Jokic has been playing out of his mind, and yep. we're going to be tired from the back-to-back. So I think that's yep. like a schedule loss. Um, Saturday, uh, we get the Spurs again. So we're at Spurs. Hopefully we can get the win this time. At Aldridge. Uh, we just won't, won't play Zubats. <laughs> nope. Um, uh, then Monday, uh, we fly to Minnesota to play the Timber Pups. And then hopefully we catch Jimmy Butler resting that night. Huh. Uh, and then on Wednesday, the Mavericks are in town to play Lakers and Staples. So mm-hmm. Suns, Nuggets, Spurs, Timberwolves, Mavericks. I would love us to win three of those games. Me too. I think that's I think if we, can, if we can come out of, if we can end the month, uh, three and six, mm. considering the way we started the season, like I'll I'll feel okay. Yes, me too. It's gonna that'll be tough, but I think three is realistic. I think we can do that. Yeah, I think we could beat the Suns and the Spurs, and then either Timberwolves or Mavericks. Me too. Me too. Depending on wh- who we catch, the Mavericks mm-hmm. or who we catch with the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. With it. Thank you to all of our followers. Uh, please subscribe to our pod on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your pods, RSS feed, and all that. Check us out on social media at www.lukewaltontalkslakers.com. Hey, Luke, did you know that Lonzo Ball is also on pace to beat Steph Curry's three-point shooting record? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if, you, you know, if he plays 50 seasons. 50 seasons. Keep 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 getting us with those stats. Okay. That'd be really funny if you yeah. keep finding. You should find a bad stat for every podcast. Oh, uh, that's a good idea. Bad stat of the week. Yeah, right, Luke's yeah. bad stat of the week. Yeah, <laughs> just something to give us light in the darkness. Yes, I mean Lonzo is one of our best three point shooters right now. Yeah, take that haters, or take that Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, he's shooting 42% this season. Yeah. KCP's shooting like five. Oh, God. I don't even want to look. I don't even know if he's taken enough shots to qualify for like a real percentage. Um, Let's see. He is he's like a ben Simmons. 16.7% three-point shooter this Bravo. season. He, Bravo. He, is, he is one of six. I mean, probably... My, my dad would probably be in that same category. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. Have a good Peace. one, dude. See ya. <laughs>